Welcome to Vaguely Cultured. I am Emily. And I'm Jacqueline again. <laughs> yes, well, we had some technical difficulties, so here we go again. Technology is not on our side today. And we're talking about a technology website or whatever the hell or, it is. Yeah, a documentary on technology, of course. So, you know what's really annoying? As a millennial, what? older people just assume that I know what the fuck I'm doing with technology. It sucks. Because I was born in the 90s, and half the time I'm like, I don't know, just did you tape, unplug it and plug it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me of earlier today I was having audio issues before we recorded, and all I had to do was restart my computer, and here I am getting my fiancé. I don't know what's going on, and all I had to do was just restart the damn computer. So technology at its finest, for sure. So, Emily, what are we doing here today? All right, so today we have We Met in Virtual Reality, which is a 2022 documentary on HBO Max, Hulu Premium, and possibly YouTube. Um, it's directed by Joe Hunting. Hunting. Um, and this was his first noted work on Internet Movie Database, other than a podcast called AFC Indie Filmmaking Podcast. I don't know if he still has or anything. I didn't tune in. Sorry, dude. But um, <laughs> if you're interested. Um, yeah. So this entire thing was shot in the VR world in December uh. of 2020 on an app called VR Chat. Oh, you know, it's really weird, though. The, you mentioned this earlier before we actually had some technical mm-hmm. dis- issues, but... This, like, all the characters look like anime characters or, like, manga characters or just anything that you can full-on just make that's not yourself. Uh, Very sexualized, I thought. It's cool. That's your choice to make it sexual, which is also interesting within itself. (laughs) But, like I was saying before, I I think it's so weird. Like, I don't know. In my brain, I compartmentalize avatar. Uh, avatars uh anime and cartoons together and i know they're not the same thing i know anime people are like they're not the same thing but in my brain as a mom they're the fucking same thing like i know they're not there's adult cartoons and Mm -hmm. then there's children's cartoons and there's different style of cartoons anime is a fucking cartoon to me and so these i think it's so weird and slightly grody when you have this cartoon with big ass tits flopping around and it's just a sexualization of your childhood fantasy and it weirds me out but i'm like to each their own it's not hurting anybody you do you and i know this is really popular in the gaming community which you would have more knowledge of than i but -hmm. i know a lot of dudes create female avatars you know it's really funny so when i was watching this documentary there were you know from from my knowledge from like when i was hearing people talk there was a lot of people just men in these women outfits i don't know if it's like a fantasy of some people or maybe they are you know gender identity type of thing but it was it was it was but it was really i will say though not to i i you know when it comes to anime i love anime i don't watch it enough but i do love anime i do love that it's just a, a, a cool genre of film um so yeah you're you're just like oh this woman it um, has to be in english like i can't watch the stuff happening and read the subtitles at the same time because mm-hmm. they talk so fast and 
my brain doesn't process that fast. And so <laughs> it gets really, really frustrating. But then if the voiceover is terrible, I can't get into it either. <laughs> like I watched I Attack you. on Titans I, I with my you. husband and he's making me watch Chainsaw Man right now. Yeah. But, so, so, but you know what though? This, this whole thing is really cool though, because you don't, you don't have to be women or anything. You can yeah, be creatures. I saw Kermit the Frog of, in this. A different version of yourself, which that's cool that, Men feel yeah. like they can have a say over women's bodies and then dress up like them in VR world, but that's a different mm-hmm. issue. <laughs> so, you know what was really cool about this documentary, though? So, like you said, this was filmed uh, in December 2020, right in the smack dab of this pandemic that we just went through. Um, so, I really do feel like this whole VR thing oh, yeah. was a way for people who were in quarantine. They were able to kind of have that adult interaction that they were missing. So if they were working and they're not working or just anymore. completely shut off from the world to have some sort of human interaction. I totally understand that. And I think it yeah. definitely helped save some people's yeah. lives potentially. Well, and that's what a lot of people said in this this documentary that without mm-hmm. VR, like or without this experience, like oh, yeah. I think it would drive people mad, and it would have caused a lot of psychological damage at the end of the day. But you know, I I found this really cool though because they had different communities, like they had. Um, you can create your own world, which was cool, and then go to other people's worlds. Yeah, it was insane. Like there was a sign language ASL world, sign language world, where you yeah, can actually called helping hands, which I think is an actual yeah. Thing. Which was really cool because you could learn how to sign language, even if you you never learned how to yeah, sign language before. We learned Christmas, Christmas Day, and Christmas night. Mm-hmm. I learned rainbow and trans. Trans. That's all we learned. I forget healthy. I think it's like this, but I don't remember. <laughs> I, w- I was too caught up with this, like how like insane this whole thing is. Oh, yeah. So through that we meet Jenny, mm-hmm. who's pretty consistent throughout this entire thing. I love. Her hair and eyes, they glow in the dark. Weren't they, it wasn't it pink? Wasn't her hair pink? Yeah, it's this like neon pink, but when it's dark out, they like glow and it's really cool. It is actually really cool. Um, so it starts out in this bar called Bar Pixis, and the thing that automatically caught my eye was the guy passed out on the floor. And you can hear him snoring. So this guy fell asleep in full VR in this virtual world which i part of me thinks is weird part of me is like i totally get it like especially i don't know this guy i don't know his life he could be like totally missing humanity and just felt like people around the sound of people around him was a comforting blanket so i'm like yeah the, the sound of people talking <laughs> or like or maybe he was drinking while he was doing this and he got drunk and he passed yeah. out but the fact that he's still, still wearing his full gear at home with his little mm-hmm. VR headset and all that. And he's passed out snoring. And then there's people just like stacking shit on top of him. <laughs> which we would do in real life if you pass out at a party. <sighs> you know, which I haven't been to like a party like that since pff, before I had my first kid. <laughs> uh, we would definitely stack shit up on top of you just for fun. You know, it's really, you know, it's really crazy. You know, it's really crazy. What? So when there's a lot of people in there there's a lot of lagging that happens like i see people just like scooting across the floor kind of like when you try to use the wi-fi at a concert or like a comic-con or yeah. something. but with this lagging though it's not just people walking this lagging the titties in the car were like Wah! like spazzing oh out so, talking about the car <laughs> I got, this was the first time I got really uncomfortable was in the car. It was 
Okay, so I had like logistical questions. I have questions. So, all right. For those of you who don't know, because I had to Google it, you use a body tracking for VR. Now you can do the simple headset and the hand pieces, um, but the full body tracking goes on your elbows. I think they have hand ones, that's optional. Your waist, your knees, and your ankles. Mm -hmm. So some people have like, like this little dome thing that you stand in so you don't end up you know, I can walking only into walls. That's probably and shit. so much money for that, though. That's like yeah, but I money. would not be surprised people investing in it. Or else, what are these people doing? Just walking around their apartment? Like yeah, no, you would have to completely clear out the space. This is where you get those really funny videos of people running into their TVs and walls. One girl in this said that she was playing around and she walked into the wall and she started. She was dancing. Her nose. Yeah, she was dancing and her nose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which we'll get into that. But um, they have like a community meetup and it was almost like a talent show did you catch that where it's like you yeah. come up and show us what you've been making and blah blah and then that hyper realistic avatar pops up so they did this once a week every sunday uh, anyone could show off what they did if they made a new world or whatever they mm -hmm. could go in there so that's how we end up in this whole car scenario thing and that's where we know so boobies flopping and he couldn't shut the door so i'm like imagining this guy in his room <laughs> on a chair like grabbing at air trying to shut this door and i'm like okay and then these other people i guess are in their own homes sitting in the car and then the, as soon as the car goes their boobs start f blowing in the wind not even flopping blowing in the wind i'm like what the hell oh, <laughs> and then they end up on top of the car in like a whatever <laughs> it was it was weird but the did you catch the cop car that went by yeah, I did actually. It, first of all, it was question. really, it was really random. It, it, I don't even did it even stop. I don't even think it stopped. No, I was like, okay, so you could choose to drive a cop car. Cool, I guess. But it would also make sense if there were virtual police, like which kind of made me feel a little bit more comfortable in a way that there would be like people kind of monitoring what's happening and make sure it's appropriate because. All right, so my twisted true crime SVU criminal minds brain is like, this can be extremely problematic. People sort of acting out real life fantasies, um, dark fantasies Ooh. on the web, which we don't see any of that in here, but that's where my brain goes. I'm like, what about the people who, like, imagine a VR um uh, what's that one video game where you can like mug people and steal their cars? And oh, the it's Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Like imagine a VR version of that. You thought when Grand Theft Auto came out that it was problematic and violent TV shows were problematic. This could be problematic. In one hand, you're getting that out of your system and doing it virtually. But on the other hand, I'm like, this could also escalate very very much like people can easily abuse this if they wanted to but thankfully this was a really like great community of people who all had like a mutual respect and understanding mm -hmm. even though if some of it was hypersexualized, at least from what we saw it was all <laughs> well there was one world that did nothing but exotic dancing for god's yes, sake which i'm not surprised but the club owner of that hold on i have the name of that um she was like a badass she was like 
Hello and welcome. You know she's done that before. She's um, probably this is her baby. This world is her baby for sure. Oh yeah, which I'm like I'm wanting wanting to know if it's monetized, like if they're making money cuz you saw like avatar of money falling down, so I'm like maybe people are paying hitting a button and I paying. I really don't know, but you know that there's there are people Club who Zodiac. Are, I think yeah, so was. there's people that were part of this community before COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Um, 2018. And then, yeah, and then I'm sure it just got flooded with people. So it was just you met a lot of people and I know in this world we met two people uh is your boy who was a a, a girl from the UK and mm-hmm. then Dragonheart which was a guy from Miami and they turned out that they were together as a couple so this is where i got extremely uncomfortable yeah like ugh. so they're exotic dancers cool do your thing to each their own whatever <laughs> what was really funny was like the grim reaper looking guy in the trench coat who was getting it <laughs> oh girl okay before we begin when this chick came out oh it's our like anniversary and this yes. is our song and oh speechless God. came on i was looking for like some like nine inch nail shit to come on fucking speechless well, came she on. said that it wasn't really like a dancey song it was their song <laughs> and it is consistent throughout what will happen later but between i I think the song made it so much more cringy now there are other vr couples but this couple made me uncomfortable like oh fuck so beforehand you have jenny um the belly dancer chick oh yeah Um, there was a belly dancing world i think we forgot to mention that yeah i think that's um with toaster yeah toaster which toaster whatever. i wrote down i loved them dust bunny they it's were dust bunny, dust bunny dust and toaster toaster they're cute <laughs> they actually met in real life though yeah they met. and i think that's why i was less uncomfortable because they had a comfortability between them whereas the other ones it just between is your boy and dragon heart i yeah. like it felt genuine but i was just uncomfortable the entire time but with dust bunny and toaster I, I was rooting cute. for them. They were so cute. <laughs> he was just like, oh, I was muted. And then he, she just mm-hmm. made me unmute myself and I was able to talk and I was able to really be myself. And they were, they were just honestly really cute. They were like, genuine. I, I loved They them. were genuine. And then this group, like, I think they were only together for like two weeks before things got super serious. From my understanding. Uh, which one? Uh, is your boy no, and they Dragon were together Heart? a year uh, that was, was their one year anniversary, and then later on, when spoiler alert, they get married in virtual. They were together one year and five months. Okay, I was wondering because I was hearing them talk, and I swear to God, I thought she said, "Oh, but and, you know, I know we were only together two weeks." And oh God, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I missed that. They were when they were on their little nighttime bed, like after they got married, and we'll they were chit chatting. We'll get to it. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. That's where I heard the. Oh, so I know it's only been two weeks, so and I just us getting married on here is like just. A, we will a, talk this about is a promise. That. We will talk yeah. about that, but just to oh. kind of rewind back to the belly dancing, the tails. I loved it. The tail. I, I loved it. So, like her tail, mm-hmm. fine, but the really skinny cat tail made me uncomfortable. I'm like, uh, okay. But 
as someone who has social anxiety, I totally understand this, especially like, all right, we're in quarantine and everything. You're being physical and active. I totally get that. Awesome for you. Um, my only experience with VR is the Oculus and doing like Beat Saber, um, which is, really which cool. is oh my God, that's a workout. It is yeah. a workout. I will tell you. It's 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 DDR for the 2020s. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm not gonna lie, the lasers and shit. But I've done. I did a couple other apps, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I was up really high, and I don't like being up really high. Like I don't have a fear of heights until I get to a certain height, and then I'm like, oh my god, no. And I didn't like that at all. It gave me anxiety. And then my brother made me do this airplane one. I didn't like that at all. I was like, oh, my God. Wait, what were you doing? Were you flying the plane or something? Yes, I had to fly the plane. And it's crazy how it makes you feel. Like, so to an extent, I get this. But what I don't understand is when they're hugging each other and kissing each other, jumping into each other's arms, or doing a lap dance. Like, she she threw her leg up on his shoulder. How... How do the optics of that? Well, that shows how long they've been doing that to get that that accurate. But I'm like, how? So are you in your house just throwing your leg on a chair? Like what's? She's probably like throwing her leg on a chair or throwing it on the wall or who knows? We would never know. I don't know. I just imagine like her being in an apartment and dancing around and her downstairs neighbor being like, the fuck you doing? (laughs) Here we go again. Uh, I would be that type of person. I I wouldn't be going up to be like, dude, shut the fuck up or anything. But I would just be in my couch, like sitting on my couch. Dude, what what does this girl do for a living? If I just keep hearing just like music, like belly dancing music, but then I keep hearing like sounds. Well, no, this isn't the belly dancer. This is the stripper. Well, the excuse me, the exotic dancer. I mean, belly dancing. So many dancers. What's funny is, um, what do you say, Toaster's girlfriend? Dust Bunny. Dust Bunny. She teaches a belly dancing class. But remember, she said there's hip hop, lap, and pole dancing classes and just things in there. So my question is, is how do you pole dance on virtual? Do you add a virtual pole? Do you put a sensor on your pole? I have no idea. Like, Lots of questions. <laughs> this is where my brain goes. Like, I don't care that you're doing it. I'm just curious as to how it works. Yeah, I, I really, I, I don't know. And I don't think I'll ever know because I will never catch myself into VR either because I could just imagine the amount of money. But our kids could be into this. I can only imagine how it's going to be in, like, 15, 20 years. I feel like everything is going to, like, have holograms everywhere and whatnot. I have no idea. But all I know right now, I could just see it costs a lot of money to get a lot of shit for this. Yeah. Oh, man. But, I mean, it reminds me a lot of when we used to be on, like, AOL. Oh, my God. And just instant messaging. This is just, like, a different version of that in a way. Like, you know, you meet somebody online you talk, you think you know them, you don't really meet in person at all, but you have, like, this connection with them and talk to them <sighs> for hours and hours and hours. Like, it, it's so similar I, I just what feel like ours do. was just so simple, though. It's just sit down in a chair and yeah. type. Whereas this, like, you really need to set up a lot of things. You need to make an avatar. And then it's just, like, you have to mingle around people, chit-chatting until you find, like, the person but I'm such a introvert. I'm such an introvert. Like it's just my social anxiety and all that too. Like like what you have. Yeah, but this is an escape. From I guess. That. Do you think it would be triggered in there? I don't. I think you would eventually become. I comfortable guess because half of these people have. 
social anxiety and autism, auditory processing, sensory issues. Like there's a lot of people that have those issues and they felt so I guess you're right about that. You know, and that actually brings me to one of the, I believe it was um, the girl with the cool pink hair. I forgot her name. Jenny. Did you say her name was Jenny? Yeah, so I think at, Jenny. So towards the end of the, the, the documentary, she's just sitting and talking about like her personal struggles and whatnot. And she mentioned that, you know, if it wasn't for VR, she probably would have already like killed herself and stuff like that but this is a way well she had it yeah suicide at and then time. also it's like this is a way for you to actually get to know somebody but actually fall in love with their personality rather than like seeing mm-hmm. what they look like in real life and being turned away by, like oh they're too ugly Which or whatever but you really like but you really but you really meet their personality and you really get to know the true self you get to know a person on a different level and you don't have the societal pressures to be a certain way or look a certain yeah. way. You're just getting to know that version of that, which could also be problematic depending on who you interact with. But, And I feel that's why Toaster and Dust Bunny have like a really good connection, whereas It's Your Boy Dragon and Dragonheart are... Oh, God. I don't know. Because I haven't met in real life... Maybe that. Well, I don't know. Just something you get to about think, though, because of the but, whole COVID thing. Like, because she's in the UK and he's in Miami. They have all the. They couldn't because of all of the quarantine and like the border crossing was not allowed. Um, I get that, but something about the vibe of them just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but um, so it's your boy. Which yeah. I would think it's your boy was the the guy, but it's the girl. It's your boy, like yeah. I had to figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> she like, just she's she's the very emotional person. I she cries a lot. She oh, yeah. cries a lot in this episode. Has me like question a lot of the person that they are. But she's definitely she definitely was a part of this before COVID because one of her friends, whenever they got married, and this chick was like toasting them and was like talking about, oh, you were my best friend for four years, and I've never met you in person. <laughs> so, just to give you a little background, we get to like a New Year's party, and we see a bunch of different worlds, which is cool. Um, but Dragonheart. I guess it's also her birthday. I don't yeah. they didn't really specify if it, they, they kind of run into each other. So I don't know if they're the same day or not, but I guess it doesn't really matter. He throws like a little thing for her and ends up proposing to her, which mind you, they're not together in real life. So he's down on one knee in his home in Miami and she's standing there in her home and london or somewhere in the uk like with her arms out holding air <laughs> getting proposed to which and he even says will you marry and me she's, she's, she's crying oh my god which i mean i you get it i, I don't you get it no, no. <laughs> this no. is just so I'm weird i'm trying to be nice i'm trying to be nice and I, understand I from it. their point of view i don't get it but i'm just like oh cringe but at the same time i was also a teenager which these are not teenagers they're grown but as i was people. a teenager who they're grown-ass people though. like had strong emotions towards a stranger i never met online because we had this online talk and chat we would talk oh i get it me too i don't remember any names so i mean 
I try, I compare it to that, to where I'm like, okay, I can't bash them too much because I did something similar. But maybe it's because she does exotic dancing for him a lot, which they go on dates and stuff, which is interesting to see how they play pool and everything. That's cool to see how that virtual <laughs> stuff works. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, it's got a weird thought in my head. So I, I just assume like what do, like like these people and like who they are in real life. Like I feel like they're she's not yeah. really an exotic dancer, but she's just somebody that probably works at like a retail store or whatever. But what's really and it's cool like, is she was she said she was an alcoholic and that it dancing helped her not be an alcoholic. Yeah, which is great. Um, so that's kudos to you. And at least she's honest about all that parts of herself. I don't know if Dragonheart is super honest, but um, you know, not my relationship. Well, not my if problem. I'm not mistaken, didn't he say that that he has a kid and that he No, he said he works and he seems to have like a big corporate job and VR is like his escape from that. Like he's very eloquent and well spoken. I'm trying to figure out who mentioned Oh, you know, it's probably her best friend that was doing the test. Oh, I have a kid. Yeah, the one with the fish scales who was crying at the wedding. Oh my she God. was like, um, I'm so happy. Yeah, so at the wedding, speaking of the wedding, she jumped into his arms. How do you do that? In v- like, I don't understand. I have no idea. Did she jump in real life? What did you jump on? She probably As, jumped on her are, couch. And you're kissing air. And if you're kissing air and hugging air, I very much question what else you're doing on there. I'm not naive to the fact that there is definitely a red light district at the VR. Oh, for sure. And that we don't see any of that. But, like, I'm so curious <laughs> as to... Like, I want to know, but I don't want to know at all. <laughs> oh. I'm, like, disturbed at the idea, but I also am so curious. Like, um, <laughs> what are you doing? But at the same time, I'm like, ew, no, don't tell me. Oh. I covered my eyes for the lap dance. I was so uncomfortable. I, when you, so, it, I, I don't believe it was the lap dance scene, but when you sent me the Snapchat of, like, the boobies flapping around in the car, I was just like, dude, what are we, what are we getting ourselves into? Like, I would love to see an avatar twerk. And make their ass clap. I, I just think, like, with this documentary, though, I was just waiting for somebody. Because, you know, like, in most documentaries, they'll show, like, the animation part of, of things. And then they'll go to somebody, like, a real person talking and chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for that shit to happen. And nothing. It didn't happen. They were just. They had similarities of that. But in the VR, we never met a real person. Never saw their face. Never saw anything. So. Like, Jenny was hanging out on the couch. We saw Jenny and Toaster hanging out. So, speaking of weird tracking and stuff they went to like an amusement park which is cool but he's like hold my hand and i'm like how oh. <laughs> i'm like see that's where my I, I kept going how 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 and then like i just i just don't understand the logistics of it and that's what i want to understand like at the strip club or i don't know if they strip but the exotic dancing club i will say what was really cool about the bar owner she like hyped it's your boy up. She I love the female positivity and just how they were all positive to each other. Mm-hmm. But also she said, let us know if anyone creeps you out. Don't wait right then and there. So they were very diligent about their safety and like keeping 
weirdos and creepers out even for an exotic dancing thing like you're going to behave and act right and not be creepy which is great yeah we'll handle it like there were security guys imagine that's your job a vr security person like we saw vr djs which i could totally see being a job the vr security i wonder and if then, you get paid for this i wonder if you actually get paid exactly. for this though like is she a club owner i i think when the money was falling whenever we saw the money at the wedding or the dance club I think it was actual money. You know when people go live and you can pay or whatever when you hit a button? Mm-hmm. I think it's like that. But when it's your boy is getting married, she meets an avatar creator. Mm-hmm. And I think she gets paid to create. She, let's just say she made the most extravagant dress for. It was so 2000. But it was though. so cool, though. I don't give a fuck. I was like, ooh, she made blue Definitely eyes. Imagine, imagine that being a job. Like, I guess that is her job. I mean, that's really cool to pay someone to do that um, and to use your creativity and stuff. I thought that was interesting. What I didn't understand was why Dragonheart chose to look charred. <laughs> scratched up at his wedding. <laughs> like your outfit was cool. Like um it's your boy's horns. She she's also kind of dragony. She has a tail and horns. But for her wedding, her horns were like iridescent. I thought those were cool. But Dragonheart, he like had like soot on him. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, if that's if that's your choice." But but I, 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 after they got married though, and after all the toasting and stuff like that, they go into like their honeymoon suites right after they get married. Do you remember that weird? They cut to it for a second. Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. It was a kink looking place. It was all black and red, and all the characters were like demon y looking. <gasps> yeah, it was right after. They didn't elaborate. It was right after the exotic dancing group, and they, they, did that and i feel like i don't know if it was Dragonheart a part of it or something no he was standing behind is your boy like is your boy was at the top of the table well first they're in bleachers and then you're at like a table mm-hmm. and i mean it looked cool and it, like at the head of it was Dragonheart. but there's all these strangers I have no around idea. it and then uh dragon standing behind her like um Damon and Renera. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was like, okay, what is this? What are we about to get into? And then they just cut away, and that was it. Maybe she's part of a satanic group, and they just... I'm sure they're into some freaky shit. And I'm like, good for you. Go for it. You're not hurting anybody. But mm-hmm. I'm sure there are some deep, dark corners of the VR world. Yeah. I no doubt about it, especially with the essentially unlimitedness of your capability of creating your character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a vr more power to them more power to them yeah but i i saw i i, I briefly saw it and i was just like dude this shit's getting weird and i kind of just like yeah. maybe got went because i was watching this at work so in my i work at a hospital guys so <laughs> when I, I sometimes i have to pause it and take care of a patient or whatever so i was uh, watching it with Wilder in the jumper and he kept like looking over at the cartoons it's probably like, the colors oh, yeah. it's probably the colors because there was a lot of uh, elaborate colors like it was oh, really yeah. Jenny's hair Jenny's hair um but anyway so let's go back to the honeymoon suite really fast and they're sitting there talking I was like oh my god what's about that I know I really I was like is this are we about because they like, if because if you if the opening thing they're just like there's nudity partial stuff I was like oh my god there's nudity I think it's just like the boobs and like showing yeah. 
almost their they ass. They jumped on a bed. I'm like, okay, so they're in their own bedroom's perspective. Like, yeah, and then this is where I caught. Did you I see thought, his tail wagging underneath the bed. That's the glitchiness of this whole thing. But, but this is like where I was listening to him talk, and I swear I thought he's like, oh, I know it's only been two weeks, but it's just like I knew you were the one. And you know, and this whole wedding I thing, I, I I have to rewatch it again just to make sure. But I don't um, want to. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I might just because I'm curious. I don't, who knows? But they're just. I like, thought about googling if they were still together. Who knows? But and you know, if they met. But I met. was just like, oh, but this this whole marriage thing is is like a sealed deal. Like we are gonna get married in real life mm-hmm. because of, we got married here. I don't. know. And he was like, we think it'll be funny to tell our grandkids that, hey, how did you and grandma meet? Well, your grandma was an exotic dancer in virtual reality. <laughs> I think, I think okay. I, it was really funny. I think Toaster and Dust Bunny were actually talking about that because they met in real life. And the only reason mm-hmm. why they weren't able to really see each other a lot was because of the whole pandemic mm-hmm. and all that. And you know, but that was Dragonheart who said that. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm getting these names confused because they all look the same know, to me. But then, so you're in this, like, castle in their honeymoon suite, and thank God we don't see anything, but it's, I mean, it's their honeymoon suite. What do you think's going to happen? I'm like, sure yeah, they, I'm like, I want to know, but I don't want to I'm know sure they all. went away, and they just, you know. And then, it's like, harsh cut, we're in Jurassic Park. Yeah, so I believe it came up with these four people. There was Scout, Morstash, Kevin and Dylan P. This is are those the space dogs. Yeah, so these are the these are the four people that were chit chatting. So Scout mm-hmm. and Dylan P were the two different dogs. Morstash was the the hot dog with green hair. I had to write that down. And then Kevin was a fucking gremlin. <laughs> Yeah, with glasses. With glasses. So, but this just shows like you don't have to be an anime character. Oh, yeah. You could be whatever you want. And I thought that was like, really he was cool. Literally a hot dog with stick arms and legs, and I thought it was great. I, I think what really got me with that scene, I, I was when uh, I forget who it was, but someone. So they're did... in a campfire, and just for context, they seem to know each other in real life, and just kind of hang out in VR since it's quarantine. But continue. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know who it was. I don't even think it was one of those four people, but someone did an improv chicken dance. Oh, did you my God, remember that? Was that? Something different. Yes. Okay. It was an <sighs> improv and show, which okay. is already cringe in real world. So imagine it in virtual. I fucking hate most improv. Like, unless it's Whose Line Is It Anyway or oh, like Saturday Night Live, it. which is scripted. I do not like improv. And it was equally annoying and cringy as you think it would be and this guy comes out with an interpretive chicken dancer and oh my god he he's his own special color in the crayon box um, <laughs> it's my nice way of putting that and mm, yeah so it's Communities made for mental health support, and I feel like this is one of those, and they're expressing themselves, and it was a very interpretive chicken dance. <laughs> I feel like this, 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 I've seen, I was like, dude, like, this whole video, this documentary is getting weirder and weirder and weirder as we progress. 
Um, and then there there was one little world that I, I believe was after the wedding. They went to a ghost club. This was actually really cool though. The colors in that oh, were yeah, so ghost cool. World. It was like Tron. I Bro, was like, was now cool. this is my kind of virtual. <laughs> I'm like, if I'm gonna go, it's gonna be cool. Someone was sitting there playing the piano, and the colors were just changing. It was like like snowy looking effects were happening. I was like, dude, like this is this is some. I feel like people are doing drugs in this world because it was just like the colors oh, yeah. were so cool and. Like, you're in a club, and it's, like, flashing lights, which on an Oculus or, like, a headset would really hurt my head. Mm-hmm. But there was one club where they played the Claire de Lune on yeah, the that piano. Yeah, that was the ghost and they're club. Just, and they're just staring, and, like, they're having an experience in there. That's what I'm saying. They must be doing some drugs. Even not. I mean, I don't – I don't. it was a it chill was moment wild. for them. Um, did you catch um, – we're we're all out of order on the order of this movie. It's all right because it was all weird to begin I'm with. I'm going so. through my notes here, and um, it's I have VR daughter. So, did you catch at the wedding? Circling back to the wedding, some guy said in the background, he's like, "The last one of these I went to was my VR daughter's." No, I didn't hear I that. I was like, "What?" Like, so you know how you have like your work wife or husband or your work daughter, mm. I guess this was their VR daughter, which I was like, okay. Is this like a way of um, people cheating on like their actual spouses and stuff? And like, I'm like sure having could. and like having this completely separate reality world to them, even though it's not like real reality. Like this is just like in their virtual world. Like this is a whole new family, whole new everything. One of my other logistical questions was when someone touches you or you touch someone in there, do one of the sensors react like like a little vibrate or something? You know, when you're playing Mario Kart and you hit another car and your controller vibrates, (laughs) something like that. Like I'm like, maybe that would help with the sensory shit. I don't know. But on the positive sides, when... (laughs) We're, we're jumping around just for context. I also have ADHD. So me jumping around totally makes sense to me. And hopefully you guys follow along. But this documentary is so weird and it jumps on its own. You're like, oh, yeah, what was an okay where this is completely different. But um, they so we talked about um, mental health and how it helped people. Well, that also worked for sexuality and expression so circling back to a lot of men wearing women's avatars as an expression Mm -hmm. of themselves we had one of the space dogs was non-binary um says they get misgendered a lot but i mean they're just going off their voice you don't know um and they don't take it personally or anything um ray being a full deaf person is in full female anime um but we don't know anything about their sexual orientation. It's none of my business. I don't care. Oh, speaking of Ray, though, um, well, Futurist, the whole Ray thing, like, really fucked me up, though. I like it reminded me of my brother for a yeah, little bit. I thought, I thought about yeah. you for that. Yeah, I was like, so Ray, so Ray, I guess he, so he teaches one of the sign language classes, and then there was a day where he asked Jenny to step up. Um, I'm um, Ray. So, yeah, so Ray, so Ray, uh told Jenny, Jenny, hey, in sign language, I need you to take over this class. And then I guess uh, Jenny eventually found out that 
him and his parents found out that his brother uh, took mm-hmm. his life. Um, and it was something that just they knew that he had mental illness issues, but they didn't think that it was going to go to the extent that he did. Now, my brother, my brother didn't kill himself, but he still passed mm-hmm. away um, at a very young age. And so it was just it was really sad. And, you know, it, I didn't expect the show to take a turn like it did, yeah. but it did. Um, it but it just, deep. you know, it, it got deep. But they, they really talked about like, you know, at least Jenny also mentioned about like how you know mental health is real but you know at least vr helped her overcome her issues Mm -hmm. i'm sure she has still issues every once in a while but she was able to make a promise to herself to you know not try to do anything that will end her life and Mm -hmm. hey i think that was definitely the the strong lantern ceremony with jenny and him and he pretty much he he got closure of saying goodbye to his brother through that moment when it was, and especially you have to remember that we're in the middle of quarantine. And so you can't go and do certain things and everything. And that was their expression of letting go. And that was, that was deep. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was sad, but at least they had each other. Um, ADHD moment speaking of sign language remember they said there was five different types of sign i know there's a bunch of different types but they taught they teach five different types i know american sign language is one but i don't remember the other Mm -hmm. one so and so i thought that was cool that they offer those um not to discount the emotional moment that was happening um so it cuts from that to like the ghost club and then the wedding um and uh so a lot of the character or not a lot of the avatars at the wedding they had to glide in so you could tell they don't have the body tracking whereas is your boy does because she was able to walk down the aisle instead of glide Mm -hmm. um and the boob jiggle. <laughs> I always noticed. I always noticed the boob jiggle. Um, and since she can dance and stuff. Let too. me tell you, it's your boy's dress. Like it when she was walking down the aisle, like her boobs were like they were definitely they were bouncing. They were like Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. See, I can't help but to make a correlation between anime and children's cartoons which jessica rabbit's controversial yeah (laughs) um but yeah it's your wedding you want to look good which i mean this avatar that they created is completely different from how she normally looks yeah which is also cool you know change your change your everything depending on your scenario and whatnot um let's see the friend that you were talking about who uh, it's your boy's friend who has made the speech at the wedding. Mm-hmm. She was crying over VR. I gotta say, nothing makes me more uncomfortable than people crying near me, especially if I don't know you. Mm-hmm. But over VR made me so uncomfortable. I was like, please stop. <laughs> I was like, please You're please stop. You're my like, best friend of four years. I know I've never met you in real life, but I just know that you're just there for me. And I'm glad that they have this relationship. I'm just really weird about emotions. Yeah. And I was like, please stop. Like, 
<laughs> Please. That's funny. You're embarrassing <laughs> me and yourself. I. Like, but but then again, drag. Oh, it's your boy. I'm about to say dragon heart because I feel like that should be the girl's name. But know, it's I your boy. Too. But it's your boy. Like she's sitting. Oh my god! Like just crying her eyes. So it's just like two girls just. Uh, it was just so weird for me. It was so weird. Yeah. And then, but when you have a uh, toaster and Oof. Dusty Bunny, oh, they're so cute. They have they have a couple of eh, sounds, but you know whatever. Um, what was kind of weird was they reenacted their first meeting at the oh airport. Oh my god! But what was kind of weird slash kind of cool was they did a test run before they actually met of what they would do. And it reminds me of the show on HBO called The Rehearsal. And basically this guy sets up a scenario in real life and lets you rehearse it before you do it in real life. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it, but that's like the premise of it. And that's what that reminded me of. And I think that helps some people to remove some of the anxiety from the situation that they're yeah. going to be in. Um, especially meeting a stranger that you um, have such a deep connection with. And yeah, I thought that was really cool. Like, and... the documentary. So after this whole, the ghost club thing, I, I kind of just lost interest. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I lost interest. Oh, I and lost so, interest. So I kind of like, I mean I, yeah, I mean, I did too, but I really wanted to make an attempt to watch it. But mm-hmm. I just kind of like sped through the last like five minutes of the episode. And I, mm-hmm. I noticed that Toaster and Dust Bunny made a makeshift plane and they were on the plane. Like, oh, we're going to mm-hmm. meet and we're going to see each other again in nine days. And Like you just... can be anywhere in the virtual world and you chose a fucking plane. Yeah, because, you know, we're going to see each other in nine days and she is going to him because I guess originally he went to her. The borders opened up. The borders mm-hmm. opened up. And yeah, that's that's pretty much where I ended mine. I'm sure there was a couple of more scenes, but I just no, I, I had a tap out after the honeymoon suite um, or no, it ended with like Jenny um, just talking and she's like on the beach and she's just talking about how. I'm on my carpet, on the floor of my carpet in my apartment, but I'm on a beach looking up at the stars and trying to find shapes in the clouds that aren't moving, but Lord. there aren't any. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, okay. Um, you know what so this reminds me of, day, though? You know what it reminds me of, not to cut you off, but remember the movie Inception when they just, yeah. like, they went into, like, their dream words? And it becomes to the point, she's like, which one is a dream and which one's reality type of thing? I feel yeah. like people get so sucked into this shit that <laughs> it becomes a point, like, what what is reality and what is a, what is VR to them? You I think know? it'll become, I think it'll get to that point. But it, I just kept thinking of Ready Player One, mm-hmm. where life was so shitty, and then you have this really cool external world. Which, speaking of, did you see that the creator of the Oculus, I made a post of it on our Instagram, the creator of the Oculus made a headset to where if you die in your game, you die in real life. Really? I'm like, this is problematic. It has, like, things aimed at your head, and it'll blow your head if you die in the game. He's like, why not make it ultimate, uh circumstances I'm like I don't know so I don't fucking die in real life but I can just I'm a big sci-fi nerd mm-hmm. so I was like I can already see this being sold to like military and shit and people being on VR what's the step between 
you choosing to die, put yourself in a high stakes situation virtually versus yeah. somebody over Bluetooth or hitting a button or just a faulty thing happening or the VR deciding to kill you <laughs> if we mm -hmm. want to go that route. But what's to stop from somebody else having control, taking control over your, your VR and yeah. killing you that way? Like out of all That's the things scary. you could have created, you went violent. You freaking American. <laughs> you could America. Like, why not make like Wonka vision and have a chocolate bar, be able to grab it into real life from your virtual. <laughs> There's oh so many goodness. options you could do. And you went to let's kill you. What's better than that? Like, make oh a dog God. park where you can see some puppers. No well, I'm bad. sure there is. I'm sure there's like a VR animal crossing or some shit. <laughs> oh my God, I can only imagine. But... So that is we met in virtual reality. Emily, did you get vaguely cultured with this episode? I did. I felt like I learned about a community that I didn't really know much about. Um, yeah. I imagined some of it. Uh... I'm glad they didn't show all of it. <laughs> it could have been a lot weirder. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. But I think it's okay to be uncomfortable sometimes, you know, it's when things are new. Is it something I will do? Probably not, unless it's something really, really, really cool. But then I would have to buy a new VR thing, and we already sold our Oculus, so mm -hmm. I don't plan on doing that. Um but I can definitely see my kids wanting it at some point. Like, I know it's getting popular, so I'm sure that'll be the norm to them. Or I feel like they're trying to make that the norm or the next big thing since Zuckerberg bought or is creating the whole meta or whatever. Oh, God. So, I mean, I think it is the way of the future. Mm -hmm. I and like our people before us, we won't understand it. <laughs> mm. and I think it has potential to be very dangerous, but I think it has potential oh, yeah, to be sure. very awesome. As well. I mean, seeing how the graphics are right now in like 2020, whatever, uh, I can just imagine how it will be in five, 10 years. Oh yeah. You know, sure. It's going to be insane and it's going to really change the outlook of our future children, mm -hmm. their children, and, how and then and how they interact and, I don't know about you, but quarantine definitely changed my mental health, but also how I just interact socially. And I mm -hmm. know it affected my kids. Um, and mm -hmm. so, I don't know, I, I can see it. I don't, you know, I want my kids to go play with humans and all of that, but I can also see them in their rooms doing it but it's mm -hmm. like also imagine because uh, we have boys too <laughs> it's just i can imagine having the thing on and walking in and them doing something gross and being like oh god oh, no and they and they don't even see you there they, they just walk in they're doing their thing and it's just like what no. do you do do you say something or you like, just like shut oh. the door really quick <laughs> oh my god no do you let them i don't i think i would react <sighs> I don't know, no. but like that's the direction I think it's going. Well, I did tell you when we were chit-chatting the other day, I was just like, I 
stumbled upon whenever I was going through Pornhub, just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I stumbled upon like a video where someone actually made their this thing in VR. So you're like sitting there, and it's not it's not like anime characters, like a, a live person just sitting there, and you're the guy, and you're she's just like on top of you doing her thing. And I'm like, is this like does this really turn people on? Is this like do you like you look around, and you're in the room type of thing? I'm sure, and like there's this girl that's like on top of you, like. Is this like was she is this the new way the virtual world? Yeah, she's she's bouncing on him. Okay, okay. so it's like I mean, is it's this the new way for her? She's like, I don't have to fucking touch anybody. I don't have to smell anybody. No, so but this is like it's so it's real life porn. Like they recorded mm. it, but they made it into like a VR thing. So oh, like so you, you can feel like watch the porn on your headset. But 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 like you, like you're in you feel room. like you're the guy. But you feel like you're the guy oh. though. Like how the video is. Like I'm sure I get it. I get it. So but I'm she's just on wondering top of if you as if you're the male. Porn yeah, but man. she's really on somebody who's recording it to make it into a VR thing. And I'm just like in my head, I'm just like, is this like how porn's going to be now? Well, too? I think like one of the main motivators for people to create vr and robots is sexually drived like i'm trying oh, to find sure. it there was a documentary or something i saw on like a tech thing and it was about the robots and the closest we have to an actual like ai robot is a sex robot oh my God. like that'll be the first real robot not like siri your buddy who's going to help you clean your house no, it's going to be Shit, Siri who's going to, like, suck you off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Which I uh, would be, t- if I was a man, I would be terrified to stick my dick in a thing that has potential dude, to malfunction. Fucking, and then chop your dick off. It reminds me of that movie Teeth where it's just like. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Chops your dick off. <laughs> oh, my God. Your dick gets burnt off. <laughs> Like, I can't wait to read those articles and, like, just imagine, like, man in Florida, (laughs) God knows what, um, who knows, but it has, there's so many possibilities, good and bad and disturbing and awesome, and it's, it's really cool. I think it'll definitely need to be monitored, um, but the realm of possibility is really, really awesome. So our next episode will be on a documentary called 76 days it is a documentary based off of a hospital um in wuhan 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 i'm sorry i don't know how to pronounce it uh china in like the peak of covid um so we'll be getting into that um next so stay tuned and hope you followed along with us and we will see you next time bye